Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. As a coordinator at TCU and Jesse Minner, the defensive coordinator at Michigan. Morning, guys. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Yep, and Adam, everything Great. good? Yeah, appreciate now, you having us on. Let's make sure we get that. Uh, he's five. There we go. Uh, now, you guys will be playing each other in the playoffs. That's the first thing. And so, have you guys been sizing e- each other up any at all since you've been here at all? <laughs> By the way, is, is this the first time you guys have met? Yeah, if, it is. First time. It yeah, is. First time. Have you started breaking down film at all? At all? Have you had a chance to do that at all? No, not not for us. No, not for us. Kind of hit the ground running with recruiting and, um, you know, fortunate to come to this deal so yeah we're kind of trying to stay above water right now and the cool thing jesse you're you were you're the first guy ever in 27 years history of this Brawls war that was born in born in little rock arkansas that's right and uh, and, and you, you're, is your mom still here is that right she is yeah my mom uh was, was born and raised here uh you know met my dad at henderson state down the road in arkadelphia and so that? they went on their journey my dad's a coach so moved around uh and then about the time i got out of college um you know, my parents were split. My mom decided to move back, be closer to her family. And uh, so she's been here back in Little Rock ever since. Oh, very good. And your dad, uh, Rick Minter, most people who follow football remember Rick Minter. And, and I didn't realize his first GA job was for the Reddies at Henderson State. His second, Bruce, was, as Roger pointed out, was with Pete Carroll uh, under Lou Holtz in 1978, I believe. So. Yeah, right, right well, here at Arkansas. And uh, Monty Kiffin, yeah. great D coordinator. And uh, – Ended up starting a starting a great journey of his own there. Yeah, Roger, you mentioned that he went to North Carolina State. State yeah, under under Kiffin or with Kiffin, he, he and Carroll, right? Right, right. right. Very so good. They were there. My brother was born in North Carolina when they were there. Uh, it, interesting enough, like he, they got let go there after three or four years. Um, you know, back in the day, with I couldn't even imagine <laughs> back in the day, no cell phones, no football yeah. scoop, no nothing, trying to find a job. You know, as a as a coach and. Uh, he ended up moving back to Little Rock. Uh, my my uh, grandfather, my mom's father at the time, was was uh, kind of going through some stuff and uh, moved back here. And uh, so he worked for Merrill Lynch for a year. And is that right? That's how I ended up being born here. Was they moved back here? He took a regular job. And ironically, Coach Jones, you know, who had a chance to meet last night, uh, ended up becoming the head coach at Oklahoma State uh, one summer, I believe, after Jimmy Johnson left. And he hired a, a guy from uh, New Mexico State named Kevin Steele, who's a yeah, tremendous coach yeah, still to this yeah, day. Yeah. That opened up a linebacker job opening in the middle of the summer that allowed my dad to get back in the game out at New Mexico State. And uh, thank goodness for that. So yeah. started us wow. off on a run. That's amazing. Well, listen to that. We, we're talking about Monty Kiffin. We knew Kiffin. I don't remember. Is that when Kiffin left Arkansas to go out that way, or was Kiffin already gone? Do you know, Bruce? I don't remember. Was Monty uh, when he left? When he left, I mean, he he didn't. Yeah. Take I remember he brought the black shirts defense. Remember oh, that? Well. that what they oh. had in Nebraska, and, and remember the black shirts. Well, uh, that, 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 your lineage. Yeah. Has your mom had any alliance to any other school other than yours? Like the fact that she's in Arkansas, is she is she a ready? She, she is a, Razorback, a uh, Razorback. She is. Fan. I got you. You know, but she bleeds blue right now. So oh, okay. of course she does. And of course, uh, Garrett, um, unbelievable for you that uh, you, you, you know your brother won this award in 2015. You're 33 years old, and here, that's a pretty darn impressive accomplishment. No, no question. And and you know, just feel lucky to be here. And and um, you know, it's credit to everybody in our, our program and our staff. But yeah, when you think about it, and kind of 
sit here and think about my journey up to this point, think about his journey, is, is definitely special. Yeah, I, I've got to ask you, I'm sure you've had a ton of people ask you, maybe the media, uh, so the last drive you get down there, your, your quarterback who's now invited to the Heisman ceremony uh, is played unbelievable. You get down there, it's third and one and fourth and one, your decision to not let him, to hand off versus letting him pass or do something with his feet. Thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I mean, the, listen, you go back in every single game, every game that we've won, every game that we've lost, and you, and you love to sit there as a coach and try and second-guess yourself, trust <laughs> right. me. So, no, I mean, in the heat of the moment, we kind of went with what we thought had the best shot, um, you know, going up against that defense and, and what we had scouted and all those things. So, yeah, you sit here and try to second-guess yourself all the time, you're going to be a pretty miserable coach. It has yeah. His performance yeah. in the fourth quarter, Max Dugan, who we're talking about, may be one of the best you've ever seen. I mean, he basically carried the team. <laughs> yeah. he, he did it all. It was exhausted, too, the fourth quarter. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that last drive that everybody got to see kind of exemplifies what he is and what we've seen all year and, and I think what's inside of him. And so, you know, he asked Max, and he'd be the first to tell you, is this guy just an unbelievable and, and phenomenal quarterback? You know, maybe, but – one thing that's for damn sure, he's an unbelievable and phenomenal football player. Right. You know, and I mean that's 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 him. You know, yeah. and that's there's not many of those guys yeah. anymore. And and I got to pinch myself. I'm, I'm fortunate enough to get to coach a guy like that. He's a competitor, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, my thought on that coach, <coughs> if you will, is because I'm old school, I guess, and and just thinking, you know, leaving the three. You know, you had the three and all that. And I know you got your focus. You coaches are focused. You've got to stay focused. There's got to be some part of you that if you know a player needs a couple of yards to set a record or to do something like that. So I know you might have that in your head. But to that point, I'm asking, when you make that call and not go for the three, is there a part of you that says, our team's not getting any respect. We better win this game, try to win it, make sure we win it so that we are in this Final Four, or does that not play into it at all? In the heat of the moment, no. You know, I mean, you're just doing whatever you can to win, right? Right. Style points or whatever that is. I mean, for us, it's just win. In our position that we were in the other day, if you win, then it's not even a question that we're going to be, right. you know, in the Final Four. Of course. Right? And so we, you know, we left it up to some other people to decide, and, and we were fortunate enough that, uh, that I feel like the committee got it right. It's the right call. No, yeah. and, uh, they, they made the right call. I just didn't know if, you know, because of all the talk going on, would you not get the respect, but it's the right call. Sure. If you just tuned in, we're visiting with uh, uh, Garrett Riley, the offensive coordinator at TCU, and Jesse Minner, the defensive coordinator at Michigan. They will both play each other in the first uh, playoff round. Uh, I've got to go back and ask about Lincoln, your brother Lincoln. Uh, both of you were at uh, Texas Tech under Mike Leach. You were just telling the story about Mike Leach and what he was like to deal with as a coach. Yeah, uh, just a different kind of guy, but, but crazy, but fun, but what a, what a great coach. Yeah, a great coach. I mean, he, he um, you know, that was kind of the point in time in my life. I walked on there. Leach was my position coach as well, coaching the quarterbacks. And, you know, it's just unbelievable kind of sitting there and listening to this guy. And probably 90% <laughs> of his meetings were not about football. And, um, you know, and so he's just he's got an interesting way to teach and repetition and his philosophy and all those things have still kind of carried along with me. You know, you're able to take a ton from that experience there. And, and he was, you know, it was cutting edge at that point in time there at Texas Tech and the run they were going on. And I was just lucky enough to, to have a very, very small piece of it. Jesse, what do you uh, what do you got to do just off the top, you know, treetop observation of that offense? What do you got to do defensively to stop those guys? Man, it's a tremendous challenge. Uh, you know, one thing about we played the 8 o'clock game the other day, so had a chance just to kind of, you know, those games are the worst when you're just kind of waiting around and waiting around and waiting around. But we did have a chance to, to you know, dial into some of the uh, other games and, and uh, saw the tremendous game that, that TCU was involved in. That was really, you know, I think I might have called it maybe one other time throughout the year just, just on a random Saturday. But 
Uh, you know, the first thing I see is just like a really, really balanced offense. It's not, it's not just one or the other. They're physical. They run the football. Tremendous quarterback, a tremendous big receiver uh, who's gone up and made plays in critical moments. So um, great scheme, you know, and uh, just a great challenge for us and one that we'll, we'll be excited to dive into, excited to dive into kind of what they do. And I uh, look forward to the challenge. Now, you're 38 or 39? 39. 30, 39, you're 33. So, and you spent four years with, with the Baltimore Ravens. What was that four years like? Did you enjoy the NFL or were you ready to get back to college? I, re- I uh, really enjoyed my time there. So, I, I had a, a chance to be a young coordinator uh, at Indiana State and Georgia State. Um, so, you know, going to the NFL right from there was probably the best thing that's ever happened to me as a, in my professional career. A chance to kind of like, okay, I've, I've tried to figure out some stuff on my own go there and learn from the coaches at the highest level. John Harbaugh, um, who's a mentor, dear friend, somebody I have so much respect for. Wink Martindale, who was our defensive coordinator. Chris Hewitt, just so many names there that, that impacted me and I learned so much from. And then as I decided to go back and be a, be a coordinator again, uh, you know, took a shot on myself and kind of bet on myself to, to go do it and went to Vanderbilt for a year and um, fortunately got a, you know, got an opportunity to come to Michigan this year and, um, Coach trusted in himself, trusted in his brother, you know, could have probably hired anybody in the country and chose me. So it was very humbling and, and uh, appreciative of him believing in me and to just try to do right by him every day. Well, I was just going to say, when you mentioned the word trust because it talks about when Coach Harbaugh was looking for somebody, he wanted somebody that he could trust. What does that mean? I'm a fan, so I don't know. What, the, what does that mean, the head coach wants somebody he can trust? You know, in this profession, uh, relationships matter. Relationships are everything. Um and our, our families, I guess, have somewhat been linked since the mid-90s. Um, my dad, when he got the head coaching job at the University of Cincinnati, John Harbaugh was a member of the previous staff there, and he decided to retain him. So he worked with John for three years uh, in the in the mid-90s and sort of just started a connection with Jack Harbaugh, their father. John uh, got to know Jim a little bit. Um, and I, I think it's just – and then he also knew just – Myself coming out of the Ravens and the defensive philosophy sure. that we had built there, um, just kind of how we would play defense, how we would try to go about playing defense, the things that would be important to us, um, and it's been a really good easy transition. So then, yeah. oh, very good. I uh, do want to f- find out from Garrett's perspective, since Jesse has talked about TCU's offense. What about the Michigan defense uh, that you've been able to maybe see or, or you've heard about to this point? Yeah, I, I really haven't been able to see um, much of them throughout the year. Just didn't really. Uh, align that way um, with us able to watch some games. So, I mean, I know Michigan, right, you're always going to think about their defensive front. I mean, that's always the first thing that kind of pops into my head and, and things that they do really, really well and they've done well for a long time and what they're kind of built upon. So, I mean, that that to me is challenge number one. You know, I know they're going to have variety and different things that they do, but you know, to me, that's going to be the biggest challenge going into the game. You both are young coaches, and we've been talking about it with Bruce. We obviously played and, and Pat coached back in the day. You will have also used to nut here in, in a few minutes. This NIL, you know, in portal discussion, man, it's really sort of changed the lifestyle of a coach and what you're having to deal with. And uh, really, it's just taken off in the last uh, 24 months. What's it been like to deal with that to try to navigate through all this? Uh, I, would, I would say, like, you know, I think all that stuff is great. I think, uh, you know, Jim Harbaugh, us at Michigan, like we're huge proponents of the players profiting off of, um, you know, their name, image, and likeness. But I also think it it just even magnifies more the importance of building a good football team and uh, creating an environment, creating a culture where the guys are still willing to put the team first 
uh, still willing to sacrifice for each other, uh, making it about the team. And I think you know that's always been the theme at Michigan, going back to Bo Schimbeckler. So it's it's been a uh, you know definitely definitely navigated. Some people do it different than others. Some people it's involved in recruiting. Some people it's when you get to school. Like there's so many different uh, it, you know variations of it. I would say that everybody's trying to figure out what's best for them. Um, like I said, we, we, we want guys to come to Michigan and work really hard, make a lot of money while they're there, and uh, go on and have successful NFL careers when they're done. Wow. wow. Yeah, I mean, in general for me, I, I think it just puts such a, you know, at least for us at TCU, it just puts, I, I think, even more stress on going and getting the right guy, you know, because the reality is they can have a deal through NIL, come to your place, and then a year later they're gone, right? Yeah. And so, I yeah. mean, you know, some of our biggest uh, – you know, prob- not problems, but the things that we face um, day in and day out now is, is trying to retain your own team. Yeah, that, right? that, that start, it I mean, starts with that, right? Yeah, that's what it starts and with. And so, you know, we're fortunate enough to be on a, a great run right now, and it's harder for people to leave when you're <coughs> winning a lot of games, right? But, you know, I, I just think that's the that's the biggest deal. It kind of even puts more stress on going and getting the right guys um, beyond the NIL stuff because at any point anybody can leave. And so that's some of our our biggest parts of our job right now is retaining our team. You know, I wonder what Frank Brawls would think. That's who the award's named after, you know, back when he was coaching. There was just not much money back in the day. And it's become a money game. It's it's a huge entertainment business. It's a multi-billion dollar business. And it, it is it is what it is. But it is a tremendous challenge. You guys are young, so you're going you're gonna to be the ones dealing with it. Guys, of course, it would be interesting to visit with Todd Monken a little bit later, who's almost 60. Yeah, these, this, yeah. this is fresh for them. Yeah, they, they, listen, they, they, as easy as you said, Coach, when you said we went, we're looking for good guys. We want them to do this. We want them to come here, make a lot of money, and then go on to have. See, I mean, just to hear that flow out as easy as that is is just flooring to me. Listen, <coughs> marijuana is legal. I don't do it anymore by the grace of God. But when a cop's lights go on behind me, I'm thinking I'm clean. I'm still good. I still think about those things. So when I hear this, it's almost taboo. You know. Well, listen, you guys are uh, very impressive. Uh, congratulations on getting here. Uh, do want to ask you real quick? It's National Microwave Oven Day and National Pawn Brokers Day. Uh, what is your number one go-to food for uh, your microwave, and what's the last thing you remember buying at a pawn shop, if you ever have? Oof. Let's start with you, Garrett. I don't know if I've ever bought anything at a pawn shop. Of yeah, well, yeah, no, uh, no, of course not, not. Yeah, microwave. I mean, right now it just has to be simply popcorn. Popcorn. Yeah. Right. Popcorn. Number one. What about what about you, Jesse? I uh, I'm a huge fan of cold pizza reheated in the microwave. Okay. Uh, gotcha. Gotcha. Do love popcorn as well. Uh, do you guys? Do you guys have to eat on the go? I mean, do you do you have prepared meal, meals at home with your wives that very much at all, or no? Most of our, uh, you know, during the week, eat a lot at our at our facility. Um, you know, the kids come up there sometimes and and uh, eat and hang out and play and enjoy that. But uh, yeah, it's it's definitely there's times now now it's December now it's recruiting is definitely yeah. on the run a lot. Well, the portal is now a pawn shop. <laughs> that's where they're going. That's where they're going to that pick is, up. That is, they're that looking is for something else, right? That's what it, it is. is. It is great to have your wives here too. Obviously, we we talked about last night. Your wife sacrificed so much. I mean, you guys have had stops along the way. A guy like Todd Monken has had you know you know yeah. twelve stops along the way. So it's yeah. great to have your wife here as yeah. well. No, unbelievable. Yeah, I was kind of joking last night, but it's it's actually uh, very serious. Is you know, I want to thank the Frank Burroughs Association and everything involved or everyone involved with this because that was the first date night, I think, my wife and I had last night in about four months. So, yeah, yeah thanks yeah. for that, too. You betcha. Jesse yeah, said. same. I mean, it's a, it's a tremendous honor. Uh, but, you know, we've moved. We you know, we left Baltimore uh, right after the 2020 season. We left Vanderbilt right after the yeah. season last year. And so, you know, it, people don't understand, like, 
you go take a job. Yeah, I, I was here February 8th. I'm, right, I'm hitting the ground running. I'm jumping into spring practice. My wife's in Nashville trying to manage three children, get everything together for a move. So they are, they are the real uh, you know, rock stars of this whole deal, especially in transition. And uh, blessed to have the one that I have. Well, you guys go get breakfast. We'll see yeah. you a little bit later. Uh, Thanks, congratulations. Yeah. Good luck today. And uh, yeah. congratulations on a great season, both yeah. of you. Garrett Riley and Jesse Minner. Uh, you should come over here real quick. Thanks, Coach. Guys, and uh, we'll get to you and Pat on just a second. Thank you. Thank hey, you. Great job, guys. Thanks, Coach.